what beatboxing sounds like. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Split Screen Gaming Podcast. Uh, I didn't look up this shit. Hold on. We're three <laughs> lifelong friends, correspond about video games from the comfort of their homes. I'm Chad Michael Innes. And I can't remember my name, but for the sake of argument, it's Holden Depardo. For the sake of argument? Yep. You remembered it exactly. I'm just going with whatever came to my mind first. So and that, joining us right, this week is I'm special guest... Mario Luigi. No, Mario Mario is his name. Mario Mario is his name? Yeah, because in the movie, Luigi is Luigi Mario, and they are the Mario Brothers. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, you've never seen the movie, right? Oh, I'm such I, a Nintendo fanboy. I do not want to see that. You should see it. I have no interest in seeing yeah, it. Yeah, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. I'm kind of far from the microphone. Is this still audible? Can you hear me? Uh, I mean, you could get the microphone closer to you like an adult. Am I an adult now? I mean, you're a little bit more adult. I mean, scoot it, scoot it. I don't want to. I don't want to sit back. I mean, you can sit back, but also scoot it closer to you, and then you can do that. That's how adults solve problems, Holden. It doesn't move. This is as close as it's gonna get. To oh my god. Oh man, this is just gonna have to work like this. Cheese and rice. Move <laughs> the. How about here? You can still sit back if you sit by the corner of the couch, Holden. Oh. Holden. And then put it over here. Move. To the, the, right yes. The yes. I see where you're going with this, Chad. There you go. This Who's is all... a good boy? I'm a good boy. Who's a good boy? That's me. That's me. Do I have dear to move... Ashley. Do I have to move over now? Remember and... Dear Ashley? No, you didn't watch Nickelodeon no. as a kid. On all I, that. I did, did you, get... Did you watch all that? I did get did your um, Mike Superstore show reference, though. Yeah, that's that Disney was... Channel. That was good. I don't get those references usually. Dear Ashley was Amanda Bynes on all that. Oh, I know Amanda Bynes. And she did this, like... Like, uh... What's the bitch where you light in, write in and she says, Ah, your problems are stupid. A character Ask Abby. Place. Dear Abby. That's it. But this was I don't remember Ashley. that one. The only one I remember specifically is, Dear Ashley, that's me. Dear Ashley, I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But when my mom makes them for school, she always puts the peanut butter on the bottom and the jelly on the top. But I like it when the jelly's on the bottom and the peanut butter's on the top. These are deep problems. What do I do? And she goes, huh, that's an interesting problem. How about you turn the flippin' sandwich flippin' over? <laughs> yeah. All that, you guys. Great program. This is a, a Nickelodeon podcast. <laughs> Split screen Nickelodeon podcast. Welcome. It's been. This is like the first real week since in weeks. It has been because we had our predictions. We had an E three goddamn blowout, like some voluminous hair. That's what girls get, right? Blowouts for voluminous hair. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I know how girls work. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay because I don't either. It's okay. Uh, And then we did like a wrap up episode. Yep. Per, and now we're per, doing this one in the nude, so it's still kind of easy. We did a wrap-up episode. We also did the like a wrap-up per conference as well. Yeah, I mentioned that during the blowout. No, no, you didn't. You didn't mention that. Holden, do you even know what blowout means? I'm so confused right now. I have no <laughs> idea what's happening. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We've missed you. It's, it's been, been a week. It's been a week. The normal amount of time. It's been one week. Bare Naked Ladies comes back to the nude. See? Mm-hmm. Everything is nude. All right, Chad. It's been a week. What have you been playing since What have I been playing? What have Shut Up you've been playing? I've been playing Yeah, no, what more... have you been playing? I want to know what you've been playing, Stop not it. what Shut Up's been playing. Two things. I've been yeah. playing two things. I've been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider some more. I'm deep into that game now, and I am liking it a lot. Um, 
that the 4K visuals, you asked me about it when you came over. You're like, so the PS4 Pro, how is it working for you? Because you don't have a 4K TV for those who have That's right. Listened. Yeah, I have a 1080p TV, but rendering everything in 4K visuals and then downscaling it, it's, it's like, I still it makes seen, a difference. I still haven't seen this yet. I also still haven't seen VR on the PS4 Pro yet. No, you haven't. And that's what I really want to see. You haven't, you've only seen like 30 minutes of VR total in your whole life anyway. So that's not true. It doesn't I've even matter. You don't even have any. It's been at least like five minutes more than that. You're five minutes more. Uh, so you, yes, you say so. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I feel like there's a there's a lot there's a lot to do. It's mm-hmm. like if Assassin's Creed met Uncharted. Okay, like is you it could world? go around. It, there are op- open world parts of it. Okay, kinda, not really. I mean, it's it's pretty linear, but then you get to these big open areas, and you're like, cool. You could spend 15 hours in this big open area collecting every little collectible, or going and finding every little cave, or uh, optional tomb and things like that. Or you could spend like five minutes doing a side quest and move on. So it's kind of open world in that aspect. And then you could always go back to any of those places by sitting There's in the There's a term for this. It's like like wide forward or something like that. Like it's, it's a wide experience, but you're always kind of moving forward throughout it. That's a really nice term you just made up. It's not, it makes no, no sense. No, 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 no. It, there's someone who is the guy who made God of War. Uh, or one of the guys making God of War during Jaffe? E3 mentioned it. No, it wasn't Jaffe. It was the newest God of War. And they're saying how it's not the, it's not a linear game. It's like a wide linear experience because you can still kind of go far to the left if you want to. You still have to go forward, but you might see something very different if you go that direction than if you went far to the right but still forward. Speaking of the new God of War, you know something I learned recently that I find absolutely fascinating? What is that, Chad? The entire new God of War game is all going to be one shot. Yeah. Yep. That's freaking awesome. No cuts. I thought we talked about this last week. No, we oh. didn't. No, you I've, lied to yourself. I've, I've, I've known about this at least. This is very cool. Well, shut your whore mouth. He based it off of a John Woo action sequence. A Jiwoo? A John Woo. A Jiwoo? A Jiwoo. John Woo. Uh, so, yes, I've been playing Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. I'm liking it a lot. And then guess what else came out this week? You've been playing ARMS. No, <laughs> I have not been playing ARMS, you silly Billy Gumdrop. <laughs> I have been playing Pokemon Go. Oh, is new stuff in that? This week, they totally revamped all the gyms. And they oh, have heard raids now. So, like, there are big, strong Pokemon at gyms all over the place. And you can do one a day, and you can have up to 20 people fighting this one Pokemon. And then at the end of it, you get the opportunity to catch that Pokemon. And Ooh. a lot of times they're rare ones, and this is how they're going to roll out the legendaries and things like that. Oh, that makes sense. So I have been, like... And the, the way the whole gym system works has been revamped to make it uh fun a little bit more fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was something that was lacking before <laughs> <laughs> i have had several days this week where i've been like you know what i'm just gonna walk down to the grocery store and on my eight block road to the grocery store i'm like oh you know what there's a gym over there that only has like a pikachu defending it i'll just take a two block detour and i'll go take over that gym and then i was like oh but then if I go down another block this way, there's a gym that is already my team color and just needs, like, an extra Pokemon. I was, oh, I'll just go down there and drop one off. I was like, oh, but there's a raid over there. And I could get, like, a Croconaw if I fight it. And then beat. Oh, so I'm just going to go over there. And I spent three hours going to the grocery store. And uh, Three hours going to the grocery yeah, store? Yeah, I did. And then your battery died in your phone at that point. That's why you had to stop. Well, I had to charge up my phone three times that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing that a lot. I've spent a lot of hours doing that. That sounds um, wonderful. Still does not convince me to get Pokemon Go. Oh, no. I don't care if it convinces you of fucking anything because you're a twerp. <laughs> I twerp. A twerp. I haven't said that word since I was maybe you're 11. so mean to be Chad. Twerp. What does that even mean? 
I don't know, but it's derogatory towards me, so I don't like it. Derogatory. Derogatory. Holden, what have you been playing? Why am I talking so much? You're talking a lot today. I'm going to pour this water while you tell me about stuff. Whoa. Um, so, I've been playing ARMS, which you laughed and scoffed at, but I am I having... I did not scoff. You scoffed at it. You were like... No, I said, <laughs> I'm game. not playing ARMS, you silly billy gumdrop. <laughs> it's fantastic. Shout out to it Michael Shuff super, super phrase. good. I'm sorry, were you talking again? I was talking okay. again. Say it again. Actually, it's talking for the first time on this episode. Just been playing a lot of ARMS. been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. You, oh, that's right. You have been playing Horizon. I played a little bit of it. I'm still so... I'm now out of Mother's Heart. I've passed Spoiler the alert. I'm just kidding. At this point, there's no spoilers. Like, It's been out long enough. You're we're long talking enough. about it. I think I'm liking the story more than I'm liking the gameplay. I, I'm really having to warm up to Isn't the gameplay. is the story freaking awesome? The story is fantastic. It is so good. That's definitely kind of keeping me going along. I know how the game ends to a degree, but I don't know the full ending. I kind of know who Aloy is, so there's not a whole lot of mystery there for me. But I still want to see like how these things get um, revealed. I want to find out more about um, Rost. Yep. Rost, yeah. So I'm still very much in, into that. There's just one huge annoyance that I have. What's that? Climbing, like, yeah, that's just, this is a different game. I'm mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. past that at this point. That did yeah. bug me at first, but I'm past that. When I want to use my bow, I want to be able to use the gyroscope controls to oh, fine yeah. tune, but I can't. So yeah, I, keep, I talked about that in Tomb Raider with you, too. Like, I I'm keep, so used to using the gyroscope. I'm, I keep trying to aim, and it's like I feel like I can't aim properly. Like, I get on the section of the robot that I need to hit. But I'm just a little bit off, so I adjust and then I'm past it, and then I adjust and I'm past it, and I just can't aim properly. You know what I found is kind of more a, a little the bit slow more down helpful. helps. This is slow down helps too, yeah. um, but also just being better. Yeah, that that helps. Yeah, if you're better, it it's it's easier. I try to plan for where I think he's going to be, and then I just kind of aim ahead, and then wait till he's there. You know, one of my favorite things in that him. game to do, mm-hmm. if you find a whole field of grazers. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones with like the little fire canisters on the back. Yeah, and you just kind of camp out inside, and then you get your fire arrows out, and you go shoot the canisters on one, slow down time, shoot the canisters on another, on another, on another, and then by the time time speeds back up, all four of them just explode, and everyone in the area dies all at once, and it's so satisfying. It takes me too long to fire a single fire arrow, or really any arrow, to do that. Really? Yeah. Hey, go back in time and and remember that comment where I said be better. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Just do that. Okay. I'll go back to my PS4 on Facebook. I'll hold my controller it. and be just like, "Be better, Holden. Be better." Mm-hmm. And it'll just work. It'll be perfect. Yeah. That's gonna yeah. play out. So I'm playing a lot of Horizon, but I'm playing a ton of Arms. Okay. I am continually impressed by how deep that game really is. Deep. Yes. How so? So there are like 30 arms that you can get for your characters. Oh, I get why it's called Arms now. <laughs> okay. And you can exchange them between the characters. You have to take multiple arms um, on a character each time. But eventually, you gain access to every arm on every character. And there's just combining the abilities of the character to like the abilities of the arms and just how each arm works. The, the, it, it differs a lot. So there's just deep customization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also, it's, like, it's not so much about memorizing combos... And just knowing what moves to make. Right, it's about there are no combos. There are no combos. It's about reading your opponent and just yeah. knowing what they're going to do next. So it's deep just because the motion controls really opens it up to kind of feeling like you can do whatever you want. So like how you punch, the direction you punch, like ducking under a punch to reach out and grab them. Like it's just 
learning different maneuvers that you that you can do and kind of being surprised by how much you can really do in that game. Uh, but it's, I just love the moment to moment like um, action between players. It's just so much fun. Like the more I play it, are there I'm any totally hooked? Are there any like environmental changes? Yes, like yes. are there like sand pits or obstacles or things so like that? Or each, ways that the environment helps each you? environment differs in in some way. So like Springman's level has these little like trampolines lining the edge of the course. Okay, so you can kind of like jump on that, jump even higher, so you can kind of get a leg up on your opponent. Um, same thing with there are these cars in the Cinema Dew level, uh, which is uh, Twin Tails level, and you can jump on the cars to jump up higher and like also attack. Um, there's this like it's called the DNA Lab, I think, and there are these kind of like, big uh, pillars that are filled with like this green goo, and you can sperm. It's sperm. It's exactly. called sperm. It's, it's green yeah. sperm, and you can. The trick there is Wait, to your use not those. Normally green? <laughs> you can use the pillars to kind of block your opponent but i use a boomerang and like this whip arm a lot so i can kind of swivel around the pillars to hit my my opponent even though they can't see me and they can't hit me so kind of what arms you choose also can help you in each arena and that's just like a, a taste like each arena has something totally unique about it good so there's a lot to to know there wasn't really much of that in the beta was there and then no punch? there wasn't okay. there wasn't because i was thinking in my head is like you know the thing about mario kart there is deep customization, and like you could get so many different types of tires or yeah. umbrellas or cars. You kind of just stick with the same. Yeah, and that's what I was just thinking myself. I was like, yeah, there are thirty different types of arms, but do you just find the ones that you like and then never use the rest? No, because like how it works is you might have like the boxing glove, right? Yeah. And this boxing glove has a lightning ability, where if you hit, if you charge it, your punch, and then hit your opponent, he gets shocked, and both of his arms are useless. Oh, lightning like, shocks people. Okay. Yep. And then you can also there's a freeze glove, so you can like you can punch them and it slows them down. There's a fire one. So like, there's different types of the same style of glove, but also like the whip glove I was talking about. You can get that in a fire variety as well, or just like a stun variety where it stuns your enemy. So you have different styles of arms, but they might have different like elemental attributes to them as cool. well. So there's, there's actually a lot to play with. Cool. There's one arm I still can't figure out, and it, it is like, it's like, it looks like a like a lion's face almost it's like a white and uh it's like a white like the uh, shield from god of war 3 or no, no it's it, change of olympus it's like a white shield that looks like a lion's face with a green mane and when you sh when you punch it out it's like a little shield that can just block other punches from hitting you but it's also electrified so if you hit your opponent with it they get shocked Ooh. but it's really tough to use but i've seen people use it pretty well so i know it can be used effectively i just don't know how to use it quite yet so you're just good at getting your ass kicked by it but by that one in particular, yeah. With it. I, I figured I had to get around it just by using a boomerang. You can kind of just get around it. Just go way. back and see my comment about being better. Yeah, see, you haven't even played the game, so you can't even I have played the case. game. I played the test punch for an hour, and I got all I needed to get out of it. Nah. I didn't hate it, but I... I'm, it's so that's good. That's all I wanted from it. It's so good. I think you'd like it if you put some more time into it. No, I mean, it's just like, it's like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It's a fantastic game, and it's a cool <laughs> fighter, but then it's like, awesome. I've played about 10 rounds, and that's all I need. Yeah, I'm hooked on ARMS. I can't stop playing it. It actually, Every time I start playing Horizon, I'm like, I should get back to playing ARMS. Mm. And then sometimes I play ARMS when I play Horizon. But I'm going to bend your switch away. so you're forced to take five to six days to not play <laughs> ARMS. And you're going to pay to get it replaced because it's No, because it's, it's covered under warranty because it's bent, and that's what happens to switches. If, so. you, if you were to bend it, though, it would probably snap it. You're going to snap it. 
No. Not if you heat it up. I know physics. Are you, you going to heat it up? That's, yeah, I'm going to blow don't, a torch don't do and that. then bend it once it starts to soften. Don't do that. Holden, it's covered under warranty, and you already have plenty I, of other things to play. I don't want to go five days without my arms. Holden. Uh, your roommate's <laughs> going five days without his legs. More like a year without his legs. I don't know. How long months. do broken legs take? Two months. Two months. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, my roommate broke Y'all don't legs. play soccer. Just play FIFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real sports are for wusses. Yeah. FIFA, you're at home, you don't break stuff. Hey. It's important. Do I talk what about the news? In, what happened to some, some news to this week? Wait, are those the only games you played? I played a little bit of um, Super Metroid, but not a whole lot. Nice. Oh, I, you play that I'm on your 3DS? Itch. Yeah, I'm playing that on my 3DS. I'm getting the itch to play Metroid right now because of this announcement. Right, right, right. Because in September, Metroid 2 Remake is coming. Yeah. Um... I'm getting an itch to play old games, but I'm like, mm, gonna not gonna do that because Virtual Console is gonna come out, so might as well not pay for them somewhere else. Well, I already had it on 3DS. I well, I, I already have it. you in my. Pocket. Well, I bought it a while ago. Good. What news you got for me, Chad? Holden, I got a story. You have a story? I got a story. Tell me a story. It starts with Once Upon a Time. No, it starts oh, with okay. Shut up, you stupid hoe. That's that's actually a good introduction. Every Shut up, you tells- stupid hoe. Said the womanizer, and then he <laughs> went to jail. Because he probably did something bad. <laughs> That's a wonderful story, Chad. It's not over yet. Oh, it's not over and yet? And then in jail, he read a headline from IGN.com that says, Uncharted series likely to continue after Lost Legacy, says Naughty Dog. I saw that. Yeah. I don't... I obviously wouldn't have Nathan Drake. No, I, no, no. Nathan Drake with. is done. And they were very clear when they were making Uncharted 4. Like, this is the end of Nathan Drake's story. Who else would they do? Would they do, like, a, like an early Sully story, maybe? Well, they, they had mentioned, they said, hold on, there's a quote in here. Hold on. It said, I wouldn't say it's the end. This is uh, from uh, Eskaig. Whoever the fuck that is. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the end. This thieving world is huge. There's so many characters. Even before we settled on Lost Legacy's story, we were exploring Sullivan, we were exploring Cutter, and pairing each other, sorry, Kata, and pairing each other up. Thinking what would be right, what would have conflict, growth, something new, something fresh, and Chloe was the one that kept jumping out. So they have stories in mind about Kata okay. and Sully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that uh, what we saw from the trailer at E3 is they can absolutely make an Uncharted game without Nathan Drake. Yeah, I mean, I want to. Pl- I sort of play Lost Legacy to yeah. really experience that. This but Chloe yeah. Nadine story looks full on Uncharted, and I'm so excited. And it's going to be like it's 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 no longer it's shifted from single player DLC for Uncharted Four to kind of like oh it's actually standalone DLC to now it's it's its own game yeah so that's exciting very exciting stuff and uh, there was a time when I'd be like oh nah, but uh, Uncharted nah. but no seeing what they're doing with Chloe and Nadine I'm very into it I have an interesting story hey this- tell me that story in forty words. Exactly. It's, it's going to take more than 40 words. You're this wasting is your exciting. words, Holden. I'm not wasting them. These are all important words. Okay, go. Have you heard of the Atari news this week? Ah, yes. They're talking about making a new console? Yes. I'm really it, no, curious. It's, it's, there's no way it's a home console. They, it, have, they it said, has to be like the NES Classic, but for Atari games. I That'd be interesting, but I don't think so, because there was a description of it that implied that it was going to be more than that. Where was it? Atari, you almost... It's going to be a PC-based um, design. That oh, does not good. sound so like... Steamboxes. So, yeah. so Because we all saw how successful Steamboxes were. Hey, it's, it's their own thing. Maybe it's going to be like... Not branded like an Xbox, but it'll be like Xbox and there's Atari and PlayStation 4. I mean, what first-party properties do they have now that matter? Snake Pit. <laughs> <laughs> Asteroids. 
Snake pit made for the modern era. Oh my god. Open world snake pit. Turn to your left, there's a snake pit. See the snake pit over there? You can go to that snake pit. See, it's gonna be here's great. the problem. There are already enough people in the console business, the home console business. And then there's the PC side of things where people love to be modular and go crazy and love drivers. And then there's this market that they want to exist where people are like, oh, people want a PC game, but they don't want to have to worry about all the modular upgrades and things like that. It's called the console. So we're going to make the and I know, right? That's a console. Yeah. So that's what Steam tried to do with the Steam box. You can play all your PC games on this pre-made stupid I box, mean, and no one wants it. Because if you're going to play PC games, you are already in that mindset. You're like, yeah, I fucking want to deal with replacing my own graphics cards every two months and stupid shit. Maybe this is like its own topic, but why... like? I feel like to really meet that, they would have to meet that like need of having like a PC kind of easier PC experience. Yeah, would be having modular a modular design where you can like pull graphics cards out and put a new one in. But then you're having these specially designed graphics cards that are probably going to cost more than just a yep. standard graphics card you can put in a PC, which then just means that you might as well save money and just get the PC. Right? Because it's really not that hard making a PC. No, you look it up online. Like it's obviously it's harder than taking a PS4 out of a box and plugging it in. <laughs> but it's it's not astronomically difficult that most people couldn't do it. Most people can probably do it. And it's not to say that they're necessarily going that route because I still believe that with the cagey words that they said when they announced it, I still think it's going to be like an Atari classic. They, so here's – he said in the interview, we're back in the hardware business and it's going to be a PC-based um, design. To me, for them to then – after saying that, to come out and be like, you can play all the Atari games. Yeah. Would be an odd step forward. There's no way they're making another console. I, it sounds like they're making they're another not console. Doing it. They're not doing I, it. I've decided for them. I've right now adopted the role I can of CEO see. of Atari. And I said, <laughs> we're also going to adopt a lot of puppies. Because that's more marketable than the stupid PC console idea. I think this is going to happen. I think this makes... I'm not going to say it makes sense, but I can see it happening. Mm -hmm. Whether it's successful or not is totally dependent on whether it gets half-life 3 at launch or not <laughs> like, or it's gonna need something big two, episode 3 that's true which we will talk about that will we though in a future segment oh, shut up coming up in probably hey, a little bit oh uh-oh uh -oh, you're uh, uh, battery let me change this battery uh-oh hey, actually i'm back audio fix issues fix new battery mm-hmm uh, speaking of Steam and Valve, hey, Steam sales going on, summer sale. Go buy a bunch <laughs> uh, of games. No one knows we were just talking about Steam because we were recording. Yeah, right the now. whole last segment was about goddamn Steam. Whatever. And boxes and Atari. Whatever. Whatever, Chad. <laughs> That's a sad fish. Hey, here's another news article for you. Uh, speaking of Steam, Valve shows off new Knuckles VR controller. I saw that I saw that tracking. headline, didn't see anything else about it. Individual finger tracking, that's interesting. Yeah, individual finger tracking. So if you look at the schematic there, yeah. Uh, basically you have your finger, your pointer finger on a trigger. Your thumb is obviously on a little touchpad. It actually up top. looks very similarly to the uh, Oculus Touch. Yeah, yeah. And then it has three little ridges that are capacitive buttons that your pinky, your ring, and your middle finger are on. Interesting. Uh, so they can't it tell, can tell like, the exact movement of your fingers. You can more tell if they're on that sensor or not. Correct, yes. So you can do things like, like you can grab point things. with one finger. Yeah. You can grab. You can do like the rock on or the shocker gesture. That's the kind of stuff that's really going to make a big difference in VR. Yeah. Because like, playing, is it um, I Expect You to Die? 
yep. where you're like you're in a car, you're trying to escape the car, you're opening the glove box. It you get the sensor leaning over to open the glove box, but it doesn't yep. feel like you're opening a glove box because you're hitting a button on the PlayStation Move controller, which feels nothing like moving your hand in real life. I don't think you've ever moved your hand in real life because they feel exactly the same. Uh, yeah, like opening a glove box and hitting the X button on the move controller are the exact same thing. Totally. Yeah, I have an X button on my thumb, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. That's very And cool. that's something that I hope, like, I hope we start to see more and more innovations in this VR controller world until we get to something that feels really legit and organic, and then mm-hmm. everybody ha- has kind of their version of that. Yeah. Similar to how we have with DualShock and the Xbox One controller mm-hmm. and f- f- whatever the hell a Joy-Con is. Yeah, that's why I'm not necessarily worried about VR as a platform because it's still so early in what it will be. There's still new yeah, hardware coming baby. out, defi- defining what the genre or what the platform actually will will. Here's what else I control hope like going forward. I hope that they just make like 80 peripherals, and every game has its own peripheral that you oh, can buy. Oh, totally. That you sounds spend a lot awesome. Of money, and then you have a whole <laughs> closet full of plastic. Absolutely. Although it's the, it'll have the Guitar PS, Hero effect, and it'll last forever. Aim controller though is the tits. That is really pretty great. They could be. I'm fine with accessories like that because a gun accessory can be used in so many games. So much stuff. In fact, it looks like that accessory is going to be used in Supermassive's upcoming cover-based VR shooter. Oh, cool! That they announced at E3. Very cool. During the pre-show, I have a game to talk about. Like was also announced hey, at E3. Hey, tell at E3. me about it. There was oh. an in-game. Oh. In-game de- engine demo of uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Did you see this? No. It was 14 minutes of footage of their prototype and how oh. it works. And they didn't necessarily show like actual gameplay, what it'll look like to play the game and you know when it comes out. Yeah. But they basically showed that monkey character flying around the spaceship and how he was able to zoom in and out of the world and basically go all the way up into space and then back down to that like... Um, that, that was it. Was it the statue? Was it the, the big statue of Uh-oh. the you woman kind of in like meditation pose? No man's sky. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. It, they're so desperate to show that this game is real. <laughs> I've never seen more footage shown of a game a week after E3 than was actually shown at E3. Yeah, because everyone was like, oh, cool, you have a CG trailer, but what the mm-hmm. fuck is your game and why are you asking us for funding and helping make it? The engine itself looks gorgeous. It yeah, actually better. didn't look that far off. They've been from working the CG on it for trailer. years. It better be gorgeous. Three years, yeah. Your years. So we'll see. But I thought that was notable. They're really showing it off sexually. Yeah, and we'll talk more about that in our segment about vaporware. Oh, we did tease that little vaporware Ooh. for all of that. All of you out there who don't know what vaporware is, it's where uh, we'll talk about vaporware. Vape don't don't even talk about underwear. it. Don't talk about it. Don't spoil it. That's for the future hey, of the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. I got three more stories. What do you got from Chad? I've got... They're all Nintendo-related, too. <laughs> Set's classic thing. What? Set's classic thing? I wrote down... Set's classic thing. Oh, of course. As, like, a keyword, like, oh, that's going to jog my memory, and I'll remember what the fuck it is. Well, do you want me to share another story while you oh! figure that out? It autocorrected Sega. <laughs> oh, Sega Forever. Sega Forever, yes. Uh, all of your favorite, and by that I mean all of the Sega Master System, Genesis, Dreamcast, all of those games are coming to iOS and Android in free form. With ads. With ads. You can pay $1.99 per title, though, to get them ad-free. That's not terrible. I think it's a cool idea. I mean, obviously, they're not in the hardware business. 
and all of these things they've been released. They got all the money out of them for a hundred times on all these consoles, but I still Sega has a trash record of their games on iOS. Like they don't well, control well. It's not, a touch screen. They're not designed for touch screen. No. They're designed for a controller. Nope. Yep. Uh so don't pay money for it, guys. I Test it out first. Don't I can't think of any Sega games that I want to go back and play. Yeah, you want to go back and play Sonic the Hedgehog for free for 10 minutes till you realize it's not worth playing. And then uh, uh, Fantasy Star could be good. It's been a while since I've played Fantasy Star. Plus, I would love to play Fantasy Star. Are they going to have again. Fantasy Star, though? Yeah, they said Fantasy Star 2. Hmm. Um, is that 3D or is that 2D? Is it Crazy Taxi's coming? Crazy Fantasy Taxi's Star 2 is, is an old, uh, I think it's Master System. It's 2D. Okay. Uh, Dumb Star 2D games. Games didn't get good till 3D. 2D games are dumb. Hold and shut up. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go. Go, go, go? Yeah, I have four more stories. You have four more stories. I have three more. So, uh, Ellie Noir is apparently oh, going to be coming out again for PS4, yeah. Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Good. And it'll have a VR mode on the PlayStation 4, as well as just a first-person mode, just like they had in the most recent Grand Theft Auto yeah. uh, remake for the PS4 and Xbox One. I think Rockstar was already said they're going to be making games on the Switch, so it wouldn't be too surprising. It's also an older game, so yeah. running on the Switch isn't terribly surprising. But do they have did to pick Ellie play... Noir? Yeah, I know, right? Did you play that one? I didn't. My roommate Katie says it's great, however, but I've heard that uh, from literally shoot. nobody else. Katie Puller, I love you, and I love <laughs> that you love Uncharted, but the rest of your game taste. <laughs> this is the only other game I think you're aware um, of. No, you're, you know, okay, no. She has... She has I don't know much of her game taste, but sometimes in movies, I'm like, really? The idea of L.A. Noir is super cool. Yeah, it's a cool concept, but You're it looks reading hella people's boring. Faces. I've never done it myself, but I've watched a lot of gameplay videos, and it just looks hella boring and mm-hmm. super easy. Okay. Like, they're like, hey, try to figure out if he's lying or not. And then they'll be he's like, like, he's like winking hey. nonstop or something. Yeah, it's, it's something ob- or yeah. very obvious in his voice. It's like, uh, where's the body? In the, not the dumpster. <laughs> I mean, it's not that blatant, but yeah. you know, it is. It's super obvious. Did you see her? No, <laughs> I didn't see her. <laughs> but that's interesting. That that's coming to switch, though. Yeah. So at least you got something else that is not that good, but you'll claim is really good because it's on the Nintendo Switch. Hey, I like Nintendo Switch. Actually, I think so far this has more well-received titles than other Nintendo systems have had in their opening. I know. Period. I'm just making so a joke. Like, no, you're, it has you are, a lot I of good have, stuff on it, I have Holden. to defend. There's it only two good, good games. Stuff. There's only two good games. Really? Yeah. Because you were going off the walls about Tumbleseed and Mr. Shifty and Zelda nope. and Zelda is not and the Mario best game. Kart. Zelda's terrible. Mario Kart is also and terrible. And Fast RMX. The only two games that are good are Snake Pass and Snipper And you Clips. were going off about Snake Pass and... No, and I wasn't Snipper going Clips. off that. I was saying I was enjoying Snake Holden, Pass. Holden, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you win arguments, okay? You just announced that you're right? Yes. Well, I'll agree to disagree. So, what's new, Chad? Give me another story. Another story. Uh, I don't actually have this in my stories list, but I remembered it. Um, Blizzard is hiring to potentially make remakes of Diablo 2 mm-hmm. and Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3. Um, and they, I'm, I'm really pumped for this because Diablo 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, but is it it's, coming to Switch? If so, I, I will care. If not, If it comes to care. Switch and you buy it, 
<laughs> I will also buy it on Switch and we'll play the shit out of it. Whoa, you'd buy it on Switch? I would buy it on Switch over the PS4 if you buy it on Switch. Because I know that's the only way you're ever going to potentially play it. I don't because know. Because if the game is a 6 to you, but it's on the Switch, it automatically becomes a 9.5. <laughs> and if it's marginally good as a game, it's a 10. As long as yeah. it's on the Switch. Yeah, they, they basically posted a job listing that says, hey, we have all these great games that people love, but it's becoming harder and harder to play them on today's hardware. We just want to update them and make them available uh, in, uh, to a new audience who are available to play on the newest hardware. So I hope that means console. That as means well. console, yeah. Because uh, they have a good track record recently. Well, Diablo with 3 Overwatch, is also Diablo on. 3, also uh, Diablo 1 on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Um, World so. of Warcraft. No, it definitely is a console. And StarCraft Ghost, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a later segment. Yep, and Overwatch 5. Great game. Shut up. I'll stop talking. Everything we've mentioned until right now, except for what you said, is real. So everything I said is real. <laughs> Again, you're always right. I'm Holden, always I'm right. Holden, I'm right. Hey, I'm going to do one more because I have more than you. Uh, la, 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 la. This one's a baby one. I'm a so baby story. hyper right now. You're very hyper today. Sometimes when I eat, the food turns to alcohol in my tummy, and I just get really excited. <laughs> it just turns to booze. Jesus, yeah. you're like Jesus. I'm like Jesus. Uh, I just thought this was cool. Metroid Samus Returns, the remake of Metroid 2 coming mm-hmm. out. If you buy the special edition, it comes in a steelbook case that looks like a giant Game Boy cartridge. Ooh, that's really cool. Have you seen that? No, I haven't, Have you seen this? I'm going to look Boom, it up right, right now. There. I want to see it. Ooh. Yeah, it's a Metroid 2 Game Boy cartridge. That's cool. It's Steelbook. That's the best news of the whole week. But I think it right now is just European. Yep, of course, because all, they get a lot of really good I know, bundles right? over there. Fucking Europeans, just because they pay so much more money. They're like, hey, uh, the pound and the euro are really, really shitty, and we like paying more for things. So I just can't wait we're going to get game. better stuff. This game's going to be hey, so good. Hey, if you're good. from Europe, though, or Britain, we love you. Thanks for listening. Let's make out sometime. Uh, Holden, go, 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 go. Do I have a story for you? I have a story for you. So my next story is in an interview with uh, Reggie Fils-Aimé. I can't remember with. I think you mean Phil's Amy? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He talked about Animal Crossing Mobile and why he wasn't talking about E3. I think they haven't talked about it just for the reason that he said, which is that they... (laughs) What? I love that... I think my thoughts align exactly with what came out of his mouth verbatim. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> I'm going to base my opinion off of something that he said <laughs> is true. I didn't think they were going to talk about uh, Animal Crossing D3 beforehand because that wasn't the, that's not the, the right place to talk about a mobile game. They want to make a small experience of it. My only debate was that they might be launching a full-on Animal Crossing game along with the mobile game, which might mean you do want to talk about it at E3. So they didn't talk about it at E3. I think it's just going to be mobile game and there's going to be no like bundle with a larger animal crossing experience so it just to me that's just that's what that's is a sign of and they also talked about in the interview too that um what was it apparently he slipped up and he said that metroid prime 4 was coming next year and then nintendo had to clarify and say oh no he meant 2018 and beyond he did not mean 2018 no metroid prime is not coming next year did you see the title screen? <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't mean, that doesn't mean anything. They could still release it next year. No, they couldn't. It legitimately it just said Metroid Prime Four That's currently the, in development for Nintendo they, Switch. But you could say that at any point if you want. You could say that 
three yeah, weeks you before could. it comes out. You still could. in development. But why would you? Because you have nothing fucking else to show. They could just be holding it back and teasing Holden, it. Holden, shut up. I want to be optimistic, Chad. No, I you want to be naive. No, I want to be optimistic. Oh, man. Hey, I just want to let you know. I haven't said this yet before, but every single time that somebody says full on, like you said, full on Animal Crossing. Yeah. And earlier in the podcast, I said full on something else. In my head, for the next 10 seconds after somebody says full on, I have to say, don't say full on rapist. Don't say full on rapist. <laughs> and now you're saying Sunny it right in Philadelphia now. episode where they tell Charlie he's supposed to be a philanthropist <laughs> and he can't remember the word philanthropist, so he says full on rapist. <laughs> oh, man. I just had to get that out. Hey, I have another story. You do? Hey, do you care about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Not really. Me neither. But if you wanted <laughs> it by itself, you can get it. That's not exciting <laughs> at all. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so the remaster was only available if you bought Infinity Infinity War? Infinite Warfare. Yeah, Infinite one. Warfare. The yeah, best-selling Call of Duty. If you bought that special Duty. edition one, uh, then you could get the remaster. Everyone was like, but I want it by itself because I don't want the remaster, blah, blah. And so now you can finally get it by itself. Wonderful for those people. Hey, is that the end of your newses? That's the end of my newses. Oh, I, I got one more, more newses. newses. Um, there was a third-party Nintendo Switch dock. What? That it, you didn't see this? I did. Okay. Yeah, third-party Nintendo Switch dock from Nyko. A lot more portable. It is much more like like just a little cradle rather than a full-on dock, mm-hmm. which has its pluses and minuses. Uh, like scratching is not probably going to be an issue. Exactly. You won't yeah. have to worry about <laughs> scratching. It still comes with all the same USB ports. Uh, it is a lot cheaper mm-hmm. than buying a Nintendo dock. Which means, uh, so it's gonna come into like forty to forty-five bucks, whereas a Nintendo dock right now costs sixty dollars plus thirty dollars for the adapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool if you like want to take a dock on the go and leave one at home or put one at work. And- the, that dock is not easy to pack. I usually like the the um, Nintendo's official dock. Yeah, I usually have to stuff something like stocks or something like that in the middle of the dock. So I'm worried it so will kind of bend like, yeah. in, the, in my bag. It's a weird thing to pack. You're a weird thing to pack. I I don't fit in bags very very easily. Really? I don't. I don't. I tried many times. Have you tried Dismemberment? Yeah, I did. It hurt. You ever played Dead Space? That game was so good. It Dismemberment is. is that's tits. a game. That's a franchise I want to come back. Me to too. Or at least just like a remaster. No, I want it to come back. No, I want a new one. I don't want a remaster. That's all the news that I've got, ladies and one gentleman. Because, well, we've got. A segment I've been looking forward to. Have you? I haven't looking forward. Have to you? Segment. Have you been? Have you been wide forward <laughs> about it? That was terrible. That was almost <laughs> worse than what I brought it up. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about vaporware. For those of you who don't know, vaporware. We already talked about this. When you vape through your underwear. Well, another so that your parents don't smell the vape smoke. Another common definition. That's a very common definition of vaporware. What we'll be talking about is a game that has been announced. Vaporware is a game that has been announced and has not come out. And it's been a very long time, essentially. It hasn't been canceled officially. They've, there's no official word that it is gone. They've not said it's not in development, but it's just kind of fizzled out of existence. Like, it's yep. just not kind of commonly talked about anymore. I think the most obvious example of Vaporware is Half-Life 3, where like it's they haven't shown it off ever. But they've basically said, hey, we're going to conclude Half-Life, the Half-Life with Half-Life 2 Episode 3, which that never showed up. And there was right. talk about Half-Life 3, and that kind of disappeared. So it was kind of officially announced and then kind of 
fizzled off. And yeah, they were supposed we to wrap know. up all three episodes of Half Life Two in two thousand seven. Yeah, and then it was episode ten years three ago. just never came out. Yeah, so I think that's that's probably the most popular example yeah. of a of vaporware. But I wanted to talk about like some. Did we ever see any footage and things like that? No. No. There's there's concept art, but that's like leaked stuff. That's yeah. not official. The the kind of stuff that fascinates me, and I think all three of mine are examples of these. Mm-hmm. The kind of things that fascinate me are the ones that we see legit gameplay for. Yeah, and then they're just gone forever, mm-hmm. and you never hear anything about it. They're not canceled. Maybe they renew the trademark. Maybe they don't. Yep. It's fucking fascinating. Oh yeah, and I think just to throw off some examples of games that have come out recently that were vaporware but actually did come out yeah last guardian is is that was almost a decade of development yeah that's one where they, they showed it off and then they didn't like two years later we hadn't mm-hmm. like they showed off the last thing and then for seven years they were like uh no it's still it's still coming yeah <laughs> uh we promise it's still coming there was two big ones last year because we also had final fantasy 15 yeah. which was final fantasy versus 13 they changed it final fantasy 15 so that eventually came out as well uh, and then Duke Nukem Forever is yes. a funny example. That was supposed to be come out in 1998, and it came out what 2011 or something like that. Duke Nukem, Duke. and then it was terrible. So. Oh, it was apparently awful. Yeah, which is also pretty common. 2011, I was right. Yeah, the what games usually aren't very good. What was that? What do you mean common? And then Two Human is the the first exposure I had to vaporware. Two Human. Wait, no, that actually came out. It right? did come out. Yeah, but that. That was like... So these came out, so none of these are vaporware. So that, that's wrong. what I'm saying. All these I just mentioned are games that were vaporware but eventually came out. Cool. So, but we're going to talk about games that haven't come out yet. I have three pretty high-profile ones. I have three pretty high-profile ones as well. Yeah? I actually have a few extras just in case. Well, then I don't have any extras, so I'm going to name one. You go first, then. Okay. First is probably, like, one of the most high-profile ones, if not the most, StarCraft Ghost. Is a game... I actually haven't heard of this You've one. never heard of StarCraft Ghost? No. So this one was announced way back in 2002. Uh, it's a Blizzard game, mm-hmm. obviously, StarCraft, Blizzard. Um, but it was supposed to be a third-person action kind of shooter for the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and the GameCube. Mm-hmm. It was in development at Nihilistic Games, uh, Nihilistic Software... Uh, and then in 2004, so two years after they announced that it was it existed, they transferred development to Swing and Ape Studios. Uh, but that studio is now still owned by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And then, still under development, they said, "Yep, it's coming." And there is so much gameplay. There's like a 20 minute gameplay video on IGN of this stuff. The trailers are legit. And then in 2005, they canceled just the GameCube version. <laughs> PS2 and Xbox, still nothing heard of, uh, but they haven't said that it's canceled. That's really funny. It did win. Wired News had a, has annual vaporware awards. In 2005, it won, uh, ranked fifth in their vaporware awards. That game was so promising to me. Like I saw the trailers for that, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. It was going to be a Blizzard game. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of... RTSs, so I never played StarCraft, but the lore kind of was interesting to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I would love to play a third-person style shooter in this universe with this lore. So StarCraft Ghost may still come sometime in the future, just not to GameCube. I mean, probably won't come to PS2 or Xbox either. <laughs> maybe that maybe via backwards compatibility. 
That'd be really funny. Like, they're releasing for Xbox because of, you know, backwards compatibility. It still will work. What if they did? That'd be hysterical. I mean, you know, like, last year there was that one company that released an indie game on an NES cartridge. Like, a legit, you could play it on an NES. That's different, though. This isn't an indie. What if they did? It's like, hey, we're going to release StarCraft Ghost as a PS2 classic for PS4 (laughs) and a backwards compatible Xbox game. No one's ever played it before. But, yeah, I was totally looking forward to that one. Well, I got one that is also... um, Pretty prominent. People probably have heard of this one. It's actually still talked about very heavily today. Yeah. That is Kingdom Hearts 3. Technically, I would consider that vaporware. I don't know. I don't think I would consider that vaporware because we do routinely see new stuff from it. Like, we even just saw a new trailer. They're still uh, undetermined of when it's coming out. It's still very hazy. Um, they haven't really gotten a chance to really work on it until last year. Yeah, but I think when I think of vaporware... They've been showing off a lot of it. When I think of vaporware, it's something like you get announced, maybe we see a trailer, maybe we don't, but then it just goes radio silent, but they insist that it's still there. And like, "Uh, well, we're not canceling it, it's still there, but you don't hear anything from it. But it still hasn't released yet. It doesn't matter how much... Oh, no, it hasn't released yet. It doesn't matter how much the company talks about it. It matters of... Kingdom Hearts 3 has been talked about since... 2004 and it still hasn't come out yet they have had tons of games in the, in the franchise released that tease at the story details of kingdom hearts 3 a game that has still not come out yet and all the teases we get are still very vague and show off practically alpha prototypes yeah but they still the like they're still not talking. Vaporware is like it just disappears into the ether, never to be seen again. Is it? But we're just. But it has. We've seen. Yeah. We just saw new stuff at E3. I They're still, still showing new stuff routinely. I so I don't know if I would consider that one vaporware. I'd, I'd still keep it in that size just because of its. Would long I consider it time. a long ass development cycle? Yeah. Like a stupid ass long development cycle for a game mm-hmm. that's probably not going to be that good. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would consider it that. I don't okay. know if I consider it vaporware though. I consider vaporware. Well, you're wrong. Okay, well, I'm right. I still holding have. I still have other examples. Okay. I still have three that still what, I'm meet gonna, your I'm definitions. Gonna, I'm going to give you another one. Okay. Go for okay. it. Agent. God damn it. That was one of my three. <laughs> <laughs> Agent. I think I know what your next one is going to be, too, actually. Yeah, you do, because I've already talked about it like twice on this podcast. Oh, then I don't know it then. Oh, just kidding. Um, or that I don't. It's not the same thing then. So Agent was made by Rockstar, or was going to be Rockstar made by Rockstar. Was, yeah. And essentially is a spy-related game. I don't think it was supposed to be open world, though, like Grand Theft Auto was intended to be. But it was supposed to be on PlayStation 3. Yeah, it was announced exclusive. in 2007 and has not been seen since. There were some like screenshots I saw back in Game Informer as a kid, and that's about all that we've seen. Yeah. yeah. They did renew the trademarks in 2013, I think yeah. it was. But... I mean, that they insist it exists. That's a company that could absolutely sit on something until it's ready. That's a long time for something to be ready. But they're just straight up not working on it. You you know, they're not working on it. I don't know why they won't say, "Oh yeah, by the way, this project was dumb and it's dead." I can understand why Valve wouldn't say anything about Half Life Three, but Agent, there's no like dedicated Agent fan base. I know there's nobody like looking forward to this title. Like, like they're not making Agent. I'm never buying Grand Theft Auto again. Stupid, 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 stupid. Uh, so my last little vaporware here mm-hmm. that I so, so want to exist is Deep Down. I have that on the list, yeah. Yep. Uh, Capcom announced this one back in 2013, Jan- or February of 2013 at the PS4 reveal event. Uh, as we've kind of talked about on the show before, it's a cool-looking dungeon crawler with multiplayer up to four people. 
they said it's kind of like an easier Dark Souls, mm-hmm. but multiplayer. It looks really, really cool. They were developing this whole engine for it, and that was going to be Capcom's... The Piranha like, engine? Yeah, like, yeah. it was going to be their uh, their main engine that they're going to use going forward. And then later that year at Tokyo Game Show, we see, all right, it's going to be free-to-play. And we're taking a little bit of a different curve to it, but it's still in development. And then we never see anything ever again. But I think it was last year. Last year they did say, yeah, it's still talking about it. Um, I'm surprised they're even still talking about it because yeah. that was a game that was announced before we even knew there was a Dark Souls game coming. So we kind of fit in that niche of there not being a Dark Souls game yet, but now yeah. we have a Dark Souls game. We have a lot of games that are very similar to Dark Souls. I don't know what the place for this game is. Ah, I don't. So see they say the initial re- expected release date was to be in 2014 after a public beta coincided with the Japanese release of the PS4. And then in early 2015, uh, Kazunori Segura however you say that name, stated in an interview with 4Gamer that the vision for the game has expanded since its initial 2013 reveal to better appeal in the long term to players. So the development timescale has also been extended. As of now, public beta has not to be seen and the game has not been released. It's been so many years, Holden. Just give me deep down. And again, the sad thing is most of these are not going to be good games if they ever come out. No, they won't be. Kingdom Hearts 3 will be a good game, though. No, it won't. I mean, people will like it, but it won't be a good game. I still want to play It'll be like ones. you and ARMS. ARMS is great. I know. I just like joking about it. <laughs> I have one more. Okay. I'm proud of this one. This is actually a good one. You're proud of this one? I'm well, proud of this one. it's good because Pride Parade was today, and it's Pride Month. And I have a Pride bracelet. And on. you have your Pride... Oh, my gosh, you do. Apple Watch Band. Yep. Um, Illumaroom. The Microsoft, you remember the Luma Room? Yeah, we've already talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, a little while ago. Yeah, it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it was basically a projector system, I guess, that would extend the game beyond your TV. So if yep. like a bomb went off, you'd see the ripple throughout your room. Because it wouldn't necessarily, it could project new things in your room, mm-hmm. but it kind of projected your room on top of your room. So it could look like your room is moving along with the game. Yeah. Super awesome. I want that. They announced it, they talked about it, and haven't talked about it since, what? 2013 2014 e3 yeah i want it i would that buy a vitality for that. sensor too nintendo vitality sensor oh, that's still a, coming that's to the a good wii one. it's still coming to the wii <laughs> <laughs> yeah remember last time we talked about it that then fed into our conversation about philips hue lights integration with rise on the xbox 360 right or xbox right, one right, right. duh oh, cool come that's on that's sorry we talked about that again audience hey what do you think from this year is going to end up being vaporware the the last night that. That's exactly what I had listed, too. Yep, that's my biggest, this is going to be vaporware. Like, it looked really fucking cool. It's there to entice you, but everything I've heard about it is, yeah, we don't have a game yet, but we're still pitching. Like, this could be it. Imagine this. It's a game where you do this, this, and this, and like, cool, fucking show us what you've got. Yeah, and then when it comes out, it's going to be this, this, and this, and you could do that. What's the gameplay? Show us the game. They don't have any. It was a great trailer. Yeah. It's it funny. Me. Most people were totally convinced by the trailer. And then afterwards found out it wasn't actually a thing quite yet. It yeah. was a big letdown. This is a tough year for Vaporware in terms of, well, I guess it's a good thing, but <laughs> there was, everything had already been talked about, so there wasn't a whole lot of things that seemed right, like Right, there they were won't. no surprises. Yeah, but like I'd say one game that wasn't there that I think very easily could be Vaporware is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, God. I think that Especially could be now that that's changed hands and now come back internally under Square Enix. Yep. Yeah. It could be. I still think Kingdom Hearts 3 could be Vaporware 
I really don't have a lot of faith. Well, in that both game right of now. those games they've said are about three years away, or <laughs> at least three years, or something like that. I forget the name, but it, it was like don't expect them anytime in the next three years. I don't think that Beyond Good and Evil Two will be vaporware. I think that will come out because Ubisoft is pushing that really hard. Like they want you to know that game is is yeah. coming out to the point where they can't not have that game release. It will release and be terrible, or will not release like at all. You know what I think is going to be vaporware? What Assassin's Creed Origins? <laughs> that game's never coming out. Same with. I also think that Mario Rabbids not coming out. Nope, not coming out. I think. I also think we'll never see Splatoon two. No, we might see that one. Maybe. maybe. Arms. We'll never see arms. It's no. never coming out. Total vaporware. Nope. I'm going to vape through my underwear while playing that game. There was a game at the PlayStation conference I thought was going to be vaporware. I can't remember what it was, though. It was it was like a Japanese RPG or something like that. But it looked really lofty and big and ginormous. And they showed like a really quick random teaser of it. And I'm like, we'll never see that game again. I have no idea what I you're can't, talking about. I can't remember what it was, though. For the life of me, I can't remember. There were a lot, looking back at Sony C3, there were a lot of notable admissions. Like, uh, Dreams from Media Molecule. Yeah. Wasn't there? That's straight up vaporware. Yeah, I don't think that game's coming. No. Because also, what is that game? Yeah. It's so vague at what it is. It's a creation game, and you can make a tree or a mountain. They basically said... You see that mountain? You can make that mountain. <laughs> It was actually already made, so you can't make that mountain. But if you want to make a mountain, <laughs> you can make a mountain if you want to. They Have did fun. announce like PlayStation VR support for it, which I think is like the right platform. That's something that I think would be interesting to explore in VR, like 3D modeling. Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, I'm going to model for you, and I'm going to be a sexy person walking Oh, that's what I thought that you meant. 3D modeling, like creating models of characters and environments. Here, here's the only problem with VR, that, though. I think that would be so much easier than trying to do it on a 2D screen. I think the only problem with mod- like 3D modeling is that I suck at that. and it's... You're right. You suck at it, so then they're not going to make that available to any kind of graphic design artists. The, but that's what I'm animators, saying, is that yeah. they should make that as a tool for a computer, then not a video game to play. Like I think. Oh making, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. It shouldn't be a video game, but I'm excited about VR's potential in that field. Oh yeah, because yeah. I think it'd be really cool. Like AR is going to take over. Did that kind you of stuff. see the guy who retrofitted Super Mario Bros. in VR in AR for Hololens and then yes. played it in Central Park? Yep, I did see that. That was extremely cool. Yeah. It was level one one, right? Yep. Will you shut your goddamn phone up? It's actually my computer. Will you shut your goddamn computer up? No, if it wants to speak, it will speak. Tell me a story, computer. Nope. Hey, do we have any interrogatives? I don't have any yeah, interrogatives. Yeah, we do. Hey. You do? Wow, I don't have any interrogatives. So if. You're, you're better better than me, then. If. If. I haven't thought about this at all until I came up with it 30 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> if you could go back to little baby you. Yeah. Maybe we'll say age seven. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have an understanding of the world and kind of know what games are and... You're starting to think they're cool. If you could show a little baby seven-year-old you one game from 2017 or, or like, this kind of generation, what game would you choose to show that little baby version of you? It's a little baby holding. Ball's so no, not yet dropped. I, I got it. I got it. And I think this is actually funny because it's not a great example of generation, but it's something that I just know would, like, blow me away at seven years old yeah and that's no man's sky <laughs> yeah serious because at that point you go back what would, would that be like f- about 15 years 16 mm-hmm. years and that is 
an extremely impressive experience 16 years ago. Yeah. I'd be blown away by that. Like, you could just fly around and see different planets and stuff. I'd be all over that at seven years old. This is kind of cheating, because not only is it a game, but it's also a platform. Like, I would choose Thumper in VR. I could just say Thumper, but yeah. No, Thumper in VR. Specifically, but I would have understood VR. what you meant, because I don't think you'd be playing that on the TV anyway. No, it's not worth it anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, on the switch to show to show little baby me. Oh, by the way, VR is a thing in the future, and you're like, <gasps> and your brain melts, and that's why you're not allowed to be able to use VR if you're under twelve. Like, yeah, you're not allowed to use VR for under twelve. Is there warnings no, about that? No, there are warnings all over the box. Whoa. Do not let anyone under age twelve use VR. Because they're explode. stupid as fuck, and they don't even know what the real world <laughs> it's probably is. Probably more that the helmet doesn't fit them, <laughs> so it just slides mm, around all the time. No, because there are baby adults. No, or adults with baby heads. There's not. Or you could just, like, roll up a tube sock and make the headband fit. <laughs> yes. Hey, everyone. That's a, that's, a good, that's a good pick. Yeah, it's a good way to kind of end the podcast. Unless you have another question you just came up with right now that you want to talk about. Um, I got nothing. Cool. I got no questions for you. I'm, I'm good, content. Good little note to end on. We're at almost an yeah. hour. <laughs> that Great was a burp. Note to end. Great uh, note to end on there. Next week, we'll probably be here at the same exact time. Yep. Um and I love you all, especially I know we have two of you listening in Australia, mm-hmm. and I I'm gonna give you guys a challenge. I want you to somehow get in contact with us: Facebook, Instagram, email, and I want you to just send me a picture of a heart. <laughs> I, I don't know where I was like I was trying in my head I was like alright you're making all this stuff give us a challenge what's this challenge gonna be that's a Send challenge a picture of a heart. I don't know if they no, what do you mean by heart do you mean like I don't know whatever you have to draw a heart, heart it could or be, they have to go a heart find a heart Zelda. you could do open find heart surgery and heart. stick your cell phone in somebody's chest cavity it'd be like hey one second I got to get a picture could, for this um, podcast it could be spoiler alert for the end of Logan mm-hmm. whoa I haven't seen Logan yet it could be your daughter that's horrible <laughs> Random strangers, fine. Daughter, not cool. No, 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 not her heart. Oh, like she's. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, in one of the older X Men's movies, X Men's plural. I'm stupid. In one of the older X Men movies, they say, <gasps> "Logan, I see your death, and you're holding your heart in your hands." Aww. And then at the end of Logan, as he dies, he's holding his daughter's hand. I haven't seen Logan. You ruined the end. That's your fault. Me. It's been out for long enough, and everyone said it was great. Nope. No one said they liked it. It was terrible. I also said spoiler alert, so you could have just thrown your headphones off and run out of the room. (laughs) And I gave ample time for people to turn off their podcast. Hey, I love you guys. We're good out of here. We're not going to ramble. Bye. You're all... I can't think of any word but sluts. (laughs) Sluts.